Let's have a moment of silence and begin. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, a podcast about a podcast that's too beautiful to live. From our mobile studios on the shores of Pipe Lake in Kent, Washington, I'm Ann Lundholm. Uh, Will, uh, how many holes does this boat have? <laughs> just enough. Just, just enough holes, Will says, to keep us afloat? Question <laughs> mark. And I'm... <laughs> No critical failure, hopefully, until after the end of this recording. Uh, and I am joined tonight by most of the LRB hosts for the this special LRB retreat and team building exercise. <laughs> Trust falls everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting to my left is the one, the only, Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Hello, Meredith. Woo-woo. Hello, Anne. And across the table, doing the producing <laughs> question mark <laughs> is the nice lady christy wise hello christy hello and uh <laughs> i don't even know what i want to say <laughs> a lot too much displayed in her full glory across the table <laughs> lots of boobs <laughs> is is hillary h from livingston butler hello hillary hello here are my oh, boobs are hello Hi! Oh, <laughs> and manning some more technology across the table for me is Bobby Shufflin Papes. Hello, Bobby. Let's let's hold off on that nickname. But I now I have two hands and I gotta do that oh, with one. Oh, that sprayed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my last date. Oh, no, just, uh, right. And then yeah. Last time. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Mike Frizzell is waving on FaceTime, but I don't think we've got good sound. I can't hear him. Are you? Oh, there you are. I just feel like it's better when he doesn't talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the man in the like in the box. <laughs> uh, do we do we need to introduce the rest of the crew, Cap, uh, uh, manning the the vessel here? We should. Probably. Yep. Uh, we have uh, Captain Will McQuillan, <laughs> Captain of the boat, Captain of our lives. <laughs> Say that again. That bastard! I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special assistant, Aiden McQuillan, who is the coolest person on this boat for sure. For sure. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We have our onboard medic, Kate Bergstrom. <laughs> Hi, Kate. Yay! <laughs> And we have our current mascot, Winston. Hi. He's like, what the fuck? Say anything, Winston. Winston is a strong and silent type. So. Oh. And we're getting a cake delivery. Heck yeah. And we have boat cake. Boat cake is the best type of cake. Indeed. Remember that table? That table we said we weren't supposed to move once we started recording, and now we're putting cake on it. Sorry. Uh. And Mike Frizzell on FaceTime. Mike, say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So funny and charming. 
Is Mike going to be with us for the entire show? <laughs> or Mike, Do you want us to call you back when we're done recording? I, I had no idea you guys were recording. <laughs> <laughs> you called during the intro. It's like you knew that it was your yeah. cue. <laughs> the bat signal to Mike. Oh, well. We love you. Let me call you back in a few minutes and this we can go delicious. all about it. Miss you, Mike. Love okay. you, Mike. Love you, buddy. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Bye, Mike. Bye, well, despite the fact that this is a Monday recap show, um, our TBTL <laughs> dummies are uh, running their special car tech. Car tacular? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's stupid, however you want to pronounce it. They are doing the special car-tacular shows last week and this upcoming week. So I think we're going to hold off on discussing the content until the next recap. I mean, I don't know how many episodes we want to talk we about cars. Do d- discuss it at all? Discuss the, quote, content. Right. Well, we'll have that discussion offline later. <laughs> but instead, we've got plenty of LRB business to chew over, including last night's picnic event. And what we've been getting up to around the city. Plus, as usual, we'll clean some house and let you know how you can get involved with the show. So I did make a run sheet for this. And the first thing I have is a couple of throw your phones, which we haven't even talked about. But I do have the emails up. Um, Okay. We got one from Wendy on the subject of last Friday's episode. Uh, where the ladies talked about summer trips. And she says, Hillary mentioned a really cool place in called the Madonna Inn that she thought was in Monterey or something. Not trying to sharpshoot at all. No, thank you, Wendy. I really appreciate it. Just wanted to let you know that the Madonna Inn is in, oh God, San Luis. San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo, California, along the Central Coast. It's named after the local entrepreneur who built it, Alex Madonna. So not... Not Madonna, Madonna. Chicone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What you may not have gotten to experience is the world-famous rock waterfall urinal in the men's restroom. I did not. Also, every room is unique and has a different theme. Anyway, the more you know, envision the NBC shooting star gif. Love your pod card. I remembered after we did the episode, I've read about the Madonna Inn and how wild it is. Well, and I'm so annoyed because we went there to go to... Okay, now somebody correct me, but uh, what's-his-face's palace? Um, The guy... No, the guy that was the newspaper owner, it was, they did Hearst it in Castle. the Hearst Castle. Oh. We went there. That's like why we went there because we were going to Hearst Castle and San Simeon. That's what it's called. So we went to San Simeon and stayed there and it was like glorious and weird and cool and too much. Yeah. And it's like, the property. and it's like wild. It's too much money. Nobody should have that much money like for Michael our house. Jackson, yes. But, yeah. And had all these newspaper money. Greek. I'm sure he's stolen Greek statues and, you know, but it was really cool. But thank you, Wendy. I really appreciate it because I knew I was wrong. So it's good to have somebody correct me. I needed a lot. <laughs> Can you follow me around and just correct me? <laughs> and we did get a second through your phone from Crit. Uh, it isn't uh, relevant to the TBTL content, but I'll just read it now. He says, hug slash throw, I guess. Love the shows this week. A third person Plus a GD plan. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it makes a difference. It does. It does. Let's get another character into the mix and let's have a plan and stick yes. to it. Yes. All right. Let's talk about the lake. We're at the lake. It sucks. It's horrible. It's like literally the worst place I've ever been. Just the kidding. views are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Everything is ugly. It's Everything disgusting. is apart and gross, and we hate it here. I'm actually not sure why we're even here. I mean, I guess out of pity for Will. Yeah. Makes him feel good. I like it here, Will. Thank you for inviting me. 
And we've had some delicious food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phyllis's husband homemade some pickles that are delicious. Oh, man, they were so good. We're mm-hmm. eating this cake from Delights, Giuseppe's Delights in Everett. Honest to God, we were just getting set up here, ready to run the intro, and Dana sent us a picture <laughs> of the cake coming out of the box. And I was like, you heinous bitch. <laughs> Get that cake down here right now. And she did. She did. As Aiden said, because she's a nice person. Yes, we can maintain our friendship. And just a reminder, it's the same Josh who designed the amazing new t-shirt who made the pickles. And you can't make a joke about tasting Josh's pickle that we haven't already made. Bobby! So we've we've it. covered all of them. It was wholesome until you. <laughs> we were having a nice moment, and then you had to make it gross. This is good, Aiden. Aiden, I'm making eye contact with Aiden right now. I'm sorry. I guess I. I don't need to apologize to Aiden after all. Ooh, explicit. Well, we're having a good time here. Um, let's see. We should do a pup date. And the pup that we're going to do the date on is Winston, <laughs> since he's the one who's here. Does anybody want to say anything about Winston? So he's cute. the cutest. He's He looks oh, like no. Eddie, but with long ear, ear hair and long tail hair. Yeah, he's flu- <laughs> he's a floofy tail. And he's sitting like people. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cute pup. And he's a good dog. He's, he's a good, good dog. dog. He's been sitting next to me, letting me pet his ears because I'm got I've got dog Jones right now, um, and he's a he's a very excellent little guy. I just need a few more pets, man. <laughs> just a few. There's more. never enough for doggies. They're like, yeah. but you think I, you've given them enough, and they're like, wait, why are you stopping? What are you doing? Sweet oh, baby. Hot. Yeah, it's it's hot in Seattle. It's nothing like Austin, it Texas. Is it's warm. It's not surface of the sun, but it's pretty close for us. We have also former stowaway Gus on the boat today. Mm. Oh yeah, get Gus a late edition before we're glad him. Gus say hi loudly. Yo. Nice. Yes. Sorry if he blew out your earphones, everybody. <laughs> we got him in trouble last year because he stowed away on the boat and his mom didn't know about it. He drove away and, and boated around the lake and she was like, where's my child? And nobody knew. But he was fine. Uh, she should really take a Hillary approach to this and just be glad she's down Listen, a kid. I know. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know where either of my kids are now, so it's great. I'm just sitting on a boat in a lake in Seattle. Goodbye, oh. children. I love you. <laughs> All right, well, so let's go on to the next item on the agenda is the LRB picnic debrief. Yep. Um, how many people do we think we had there? I did a head count at 30, but then we had a bunch more people come after that. So I'm going to say we probably hit around 40 people. 40, Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I, believe that. I had said 30, but yeah, at some point I looked around and there was a fair amount of people. It was a larger space this time, so I felt like it was more diluted, but like we had a lot more room to spread out. Yeah. Um, and we did a really fun Facebook Live thing, which was a new experience. We've never done a live show before. And we weren't really thinking it was going to be a live show, but it kind of ended up being a live show. Yeah. It was Every, fun. Everyone just decided to. Winston. <laughs> okay. Winston yeah. just bumped the table, which is a cardinal sin when we're recording. If you're all still hearing this, it's a modern miracle of science. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, everybody just decided to stop and watch us when we fired up the Facebook Live, and it very quickly turned to a shit. We don't have a show sheet. Oh, I guess it's an AMA now. It was an AMA, and it worked out. <laughs> oh, I, I was, was fun. I was yeah. so stressed out because well, we didn't really have a plan. So Poor it was AMA. hands, like what AMA are we doing? Without a plan, but we kind of improvised, and I thought it worked out. Yeah, it was fun. I I said a few mean things. I probably regret. But I, I was eating chicken the whole time, and Jack Taylor took some really awful pictures. Okay, we need to talk about that. So I was drunk also, so that's a also bit. a problem. I was drunk on Chardonnay soda, no alcohol, because that's illegal. Wait, you guys were drunk? No. Speaking of Jack Taylor, he is sitting on the dock, uh, taking pictures of us in the He's boat. He's doing it again. There's going to be more. <laughs> And this time we're shoving cake into our faces. This is my good side. It's not just me shoving a piece of chicken into my face. Did you guys eat like all weekend? Yeah, kind of. Well, you're capturing us in our element anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a boat. (laughs) We should mention that we got to meet Hillary's sister, Kristen. Yes, Kristen. She was was great. Yeah, the the Livingston gene is like all pretty similar across the board. None of us are shy. I knew I could bring her and just ditch her and she would find her way to making friends. So she was a good addition and it was fun. She let me crash with her in her hotel room. Then she crashed with me in my hotel room. So it was a good little sister weekend. And then I got rid of her and had some real fun. I love you. And she just happened to be in town. Yeah, right? she was in a com- she was at a conference, and it just worked out that she was here, and she was able to extend her flight because and and it just worked out. It was perfect. So yay! She was very fun. I liked yeah. her a lot. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, most of the time she's cool. <laughs> well, she's not our older sister, so we <laughs> really enjoyed yeah, having you. her around. Yeah. It was like having double Hillary. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> I like multiplied myself, and I was like, just walk around. Introduce yourself. And there were like a lots of cute babies that were there. And even though, you know, I always want to like disperse with my own children, it was cute to see these other babies that were very well behaved. Well, Bobby, yours, they were very well behaved. They were very well behaved. They, your sister adopted all of them and maybe stole one of them. <laughs> like yeah. one of them is <laughs> her grandchild now, <laughs> even though she's way too young to have a grandchild. It was Angela's son. Angela's yes. son who almost went home who with her. He was so cute. He was yeah. so cute. Yeah. Zachary. Yeah, he was a really, really cute baby. And then there was another baby. What's her name? Ellen. Oh yes, that's wearing right. She... the flamingo onesie with, <gasps> with the, the with the butt. with the with the oh ringlet, oh, and she had ringlet little oh, hair. She was yeah, very she was cute. She was very cute and very well behaved. Yep. Same with the other mid range children. They were very well <laughs> behaved. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those moments where it's supposed to make me want kids, but it doesn't. But it does make me want to hang out with other people's kids, which is yeah. something I can't really say out loud very often. <laughs> yeah, creeper. You're like, can I hang out with your kids? I've been watching too much <laughs> alone SVU to be okay with that statement. So no, you can't do that. What about the van show that we saw on the way here? Whoa, boy! There was an actual van show on the way to Kent, Washington, which was just a parking lot filled with. Oh yeah, <laughs> they. Were they weren't especially nice. No, they were just conversion, conversion vans. vans. That's like the vans we took in California. Yep. I was like, what's happening here? Why are these here? And I'm sure the fun was on the inside. Right. They and all you... have curtains. They yes. all have curtains. Yes. And it was hot in a tubs, probably. parking lot conveniently located more than three miles away from every school and playground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else did we see? Oh, we said we hoped that Ellen Middaw would be able to stop by. She and her husband, Craig, have been on a month-long road trip up through Alaska. Yeah. And they just happened to be coming down through Seattle. It was perfect timing. Last night. And so they stopped in. Um, I'm happy to report that Mike's desperate love for their dog, Archer, is completely justified. Yes. Yeah. That is a beautiful animal. Beautiful dog. He really is. He's super well, you sweet. also talk about 
the appreciation of your um, impression. Oh, yeah. Did he enjoy it? Did he hear it? Yes. They had not listened to my horrendous Scottish accent uh, into my uh, interpretation of Craig the Scotsman. (laughs) But Ellen messaged me and said that they listened to it uh, after they left the picnic on the drive. And he he approved. Good. It was really good. (laughs) They were awesome. I'm so glad. Every time I've been to an event, for the most part, whether it be Austin or the anniversary or this, Ellen is always sort of my like partner in crime that's there that we're from different cities and we're there. So I was I was really excited to see her. Ellen's the best and her husband is awesome and her dog is awesome. So I hate her. So I know. That's not fair. I know. Well she is. Well she is. Deal with it. We love her. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Um, we thank Jack for the pictures already, but we should also mention that the Luke and Andrew cutouts made another appearance as did the little red wagon. So we were solid on photo ops and they're also featured in the Facebook live video. Um, and Aiden. Yeah. (laughs) We had them set up originally up sort of some stairs from where our area was. And we caught on at least a couple of occasions, random people coming down (laughs) and taking their pictures with them, even though they had no (laughs) idea what the fuck was going on. There was a wedding party taking pictures in the park at one point, and I was hoping that they would come and the bride and groom would take their pictures with Luke and Andrew. We would have to send it to them because I feel like they would, LRB stuff they might be annoyed by, but like random passerby weddings, they would be delighted by. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't said anything mean about TBTL, so they'd love those bride, that bride and groom. Uh, Andrea came with baked goods. And you brought some amazing cookies. Cornflake and date was a first yeah. for me. Oh Indeed. Gosh. It's ridiculously easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It sounds healthy and it sounds boring, but it's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. They're so good. Um, oh, let's talk about that cake. Oh, the cake with our pictures on it. Oh, I was like, I'm not mine. Which, okay, there's the, the, so many cakes. Yeah, the cake that David brought. <laughs> yes. So David brought a sheet cake that has... It was like screen printed or I don't know how they do that with, with frosting. Edible, but sugar, edible sugar paper, paper or, something. or something. And it had our LRB logo. It had our felt um, faces that Jack made. And what else was on it? It had the, the TBTL, the, the TBTL logo, logo and then the LRB and logo. Yeah. Um, and that was great. We've got a few pictures of that up on our Facebook page. And I got to eat. Uh, a piece of cake with my own face on it. <laughs> so that was a really interesting experience. Um, so I ate the piece that had me and Mike's face on it. I was going to say, I don't know who ate the cake with my face on it. Ooh. Ooh. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> or it's in a shrine somewhere. I mean, there's a possibility it just went home with someone. Was it one of your Ooh. horcruxes? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He doesn't know what that means. <laughs> Speak, no, no, sorry. The, the fact that Bobby is seventy years old just caught up to him. <laughs> Are you talking about um, blue bloods? <laughs> or no, is that <laughs> NCIS? Thank you. I don't. Like, I'm sorry. That's not the CBS show that I'm interested. in. I don't watch any Selleck-oriented products. <laughs> any Wahlberg-oriented. No, no, no. Bridget Moynihan. What have you? It's a deep cast. Dave watches it, so that's the only reason why I know all of it. <laughs> I had my Mark Wahlberg moment this weekend because I woke up in the room I was staying in and I, no, I turned and I faced a giant stuffed animal bear watching me sleep. Oh yeah. So it's like Ted three. It's like, yeah, it's like Ted let himself go. It's, it's, Ted's all Ted grown up. up. He's five feet tall and he's chubby and he's staring and he's at me. he's judging you yeah. harshly. Yeah. Uh, right next to the salt lamp that 
uh, <laughs> Will kindly put in the guest room to next to my bed. purify the air in yeah. your room. Yeah, yeah. that's so, really nice. I do feel healthier now with the pink salt, the Himalayan salt <laughs> lamp. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. With all the alcohol you've drunk, that might have counterbalanced it somewhat. What are you talking about, Anne? I don't know. <laughs> He's drinking sparkling water right now. Spiked yeah, and it's sparkling. 5% alcohol sparkling water. That's right. I never thought I would like these things they're until now. Good. It's yeah, they're good. They're good dangerously good yeah yeah Deceptive. there jack you can i'll do a commercial for this <laughs> i'm always gonna pose he's got it. I was like hi <laughs> yeah you always live in a pose Hillary. every picture of you is you making the perfect face well if i catch you then i will pose <laughs> if i don't catch you then i'm like a yokel from you know like some random rural town with no like the slack job um, i think I want to keep on loving you. Just came on on the. So we've been listening to the Yacht Rock station on Spotify all day in the yard. It's pretty good. <sighs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the sheet? Uh, what's next on the sheet is we're going to talk a little bit about what the ladies of LRB did on the way to this shindig today. Oh, handing off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to hold it? Sorry, I was adjusting. Um, <laughs> um, so we, um, Christy so kindly researched all the sites or a lot of the really important sites of the movie singles, the 1991 movie singles that we have discussed many times on this show, probably an inordinate amount of times for like the success of the movie. But, um, we toured around, we went to, well, the QFC, which used to be, what was it called? Food Giant. Food Giant. Which is also the Wallingford QFC, so it has dual meanings in the TBTL uh, world. And it, in this, in the singles universe, that's where he went to buy the pregnancy test. Yes, yes. Okay. And in the TBTL world, that's where Andrew went constantly. Yeah. And that's where he grocery right. shops. That's yeah. where he grocery. I think they knew him there. So it sounds like he knew all the cashiers, yes. and he so would have discussions that where with someone them. Was trying to steal alcohol. Yes, and he was going to turn him in. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, yeah. and then the time when someone parked in the handicapped... The BMW who parked in the out. handicapped yep. spot because he was in a hurry and he's yeah. more important than everybody else because yeah. he drives so BMW. That's that. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Oh, but previous to that... Um, um, so where Meredith and I are staying is at this really lovely hotel that's on Roosevelt. <laughs> and since we were, you know... In the neighborhood, and we have been given almost the exact coordinates of Andrew's current house. We just did a little passerby of that. We didn't stop. We just passed by. The window was open. <laughs> we thought he might be there, but we didn't creep too much. But it was cool to see we where he We definitely didn't take a picture of his house. <laughs> Never. No. No. Not behind the architectural firm no. or near the or nail near the place. Nail <laughs> or across the street from the electronics place. No, we didn't do that. Why would we do that? That's that would be crazy. super That's weird. creepy. Yeah, that would be super mm -hmm. weird. Um, then we drove by Linda's um, apartment in Singles where she had famously given away the um, garage door opener. And so we saw that. I took a picture of the garage yep. door. It's <laughs> very exciting. And then most exciting, and hopefully since y'all are probably some of y'all are friends with us on Facebook, you saw the picture that I posted. But it was of us in front of the actual apartment complex, uh, which is much smaller in real life than it seems. In the movie, it seems like they have this huge courtyard yeah. and there's a fountain, but apparently the fountain is fake, <laughs> that, made yeah. just for the movie. And when we went there, I was like, where would you even put a fountain? I don't even know. I mean, it it's tiny. honestly, the courtyard is widthwise. I don't know. I, this boat size? Yeah, maybe? it's not that big. Yeah. It's really tiny. Uh, but we did take a big... 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, it's other real estate trick, but um, but it was it was really cool. It was really cool to see, and it was we kind of got to see different neighborhoods. Uh, we got to see fancy neighborhoods. We got to see like miscellaneous neighborhoods of Seattle, which are. Let me just tell you, Seattle's a disgusting city, and I hate it so much, and I never <laughs> want to come back. It's so ugly, and it all is, the architecture sucks. It's horrible. No, I think Meredith and I were like squeeing in the back. Yeah, and we're like it's so pretty. Awesome. And all the houses are so pretty. <laughs> and was, I wish I lived here. I know. And I wish all those like tiny bungalows didn't cost. Five million dollars. Yeah, That's the key. Yeah. Uh, but it was a really, 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 really fun trip. And I'm glad. Thank you, Christy, for doing yes. the research. She did a lot of really amazing driving. <laughs> she really, like... She only did one illegal movement. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She hit the gas when she needed to hit the gas, and she got us where we needed to go. And the she Corolla, would... the Corolla Sport, oh, was like ready man. to go. It was on it. Like that's a great car. Yeah. Leather seats, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed. So we did record some tape of this. I'm not convinced that this tape will be usable, but if it is, we'll drop it in right here. Okay, are we ready to get this going? Yes, yes. Uh, we are here, the ladies of LRB, uh, in the white Toyota Corolla, the Christie Mobile. We are getting on, what are we getting on, Christy? I think it's the Momish Mobile, right? Oh, the Mamash Mobile. No, wait, what highway are we getting on? I-5. I-5. Um, we are about to start our tour nice. of various movie locations in Seattle, but we have one stop apparently to make first, the most important stop, and um, that's to go creeping by Andrew's house because the entire TPTL population knows where it is because they've been so circumspect. And keeping the location hidden, we just have to look for the definitive audio and the teddies and the nail salon and the architecture on Roosevelt Way in the Roosevelt neighborhood. Excuse me. The Roosevelt neighborhood of Seattle. So I guess we're just going to drive around and see if we hit on all of those things. We definitely don't have the exact address because they definitely have made it very hard. And they've been really careful about their privacy. So... We had to do a lot of sleuthing, and it took us a really long time to figure this out. And I think we might have it, but I guess we just need to go confirm. And I think that the only way we're going to know if we found it is if the recycling is still outside the house. <laughs> and we're going to throw it all over, the all over the ground, right? Oh, of course. There's the barbershop. Should we go get our nails done <laughs> under Andrew's house? <laughs> we're here. So now if he talks on the show about people... Uh, stalking his house, we know he listens. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Stacy in Wayne's world, like, hi, Wayne, hi. hi. <laughs> I don't even own a gun. <laughs> okay, we are coming up upon the the lair Aggressive of the tech. wild, shy Walsh. Oh, here's definitive <laughs> audio. I mean, um, unknown location. Nails. There it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. <laughs> Are we stalkers? Because I, I don't think so. I don't see any recycling. No recycling. <laughs> Meredith has looked very carefully. Meredith is taking the stocking up by going to get a picture. She's going to post it on the Stens page. Actually, we should all take a picture and we'll all post it on the Stens page and really freak Andrew out. Put it on the Stens page. Just taking selfies in random locations. Bobby maybe needs some more ice. Bobby needs more ice. Did everybody hear that? Bobby needs more ice. <laughs> He's gone to Costco six times in the last two days. We're not going to be there for like two hours. 
so. We're not Bobby's personal shoppers. <laughs> He's our personal shopper. Right. He's getting this wrong. This is a really cute neighborhood. I approve of Andrew living here. I, too, would enjoy living in this neighborhood. Let's see. The weather is beautiful in Seattle today. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Christy. Um, okay, so Merida, the ladies of LRB are in uh, the car, and we're about to go on a little tour of singles sites, the movie, the 1991 movie uh, from Cameron Crowe, just to see kind of where everything took place. Even though I think a lot of things aren't um, actually existing anymore, we're going to sort of see the sights and get the feeling of that glorious movie. It is like the best soundtrack, though. I will regularly listen to it. And I think I bought it on tape like twice, CD a couple of times, and now I just stream it on Spotify. They will be getting no more of my money for that soundtrack. So the reason this movie came about is that Cameron Crowe married Nancy Hart of Hart and moved to Seattle and then made a movie called Say Anything, which is amazing. And he fell in love with the city. And because of his connections with Nancy, he like knew all these like underground musicians. And so the movie um, has people like Soundgarden and Allison Chains and a band called Mookie Blaylock, which then became Pearl Jam, which is a terrible name for them. But they got sued by the basketball star with that actual name. Um, so they started filming in early in March of 91. No one knew who these bands were at the time. And then all of a sudden they became huge and they released the soundtrack four months before the movie, which is really kind of unheard of. And it like shot to number one. And then there was a huge, um, like everyone wanted to see the movie and it actually made quite a bit of money. Really? Like I think like three times they thought it was just going to be this small indie film or whatever. But, and then after that, like Soundgarden and um, Pearl Jam, headlined Lollapalooza that year and then the 10 Pearl Jam 10 actually came out before the movie did and that was huge so that's what Christy just hit the gas there yep yep <laughs> we're gonna have background of the air conditioner because it's starting to get hot in um, one of the main um, locations that isn't around anymore was the coffee shop in the movie was actually the OK Hotel, which was a music venue where basically anyone that was anyone played there. Um, and I used to sit out there with my friends because you had to be 21. So we'd sit out in the car and like try to hear the music um, and then just wish that we could go in like, can't wait till we're 21. But it's now sadly apartments. But because there was an earthquake in 2001 that completely destroyed it, I'm sure it would have been turned into condos anyway, but, like, it kind of has a little bit of an excuse. Christy, what neighborhood are we in? What is this area? We are in the Wallingford neighborhood oh, okay. for our very first stop. Mm, never heard of it. <laughs> which will have um, movie significance and also TBTL significance. So we'll see when we get there. Are we just going on a tour of all of Andrew's residences? <laughs> well, since he never leaves the house, like, his two main things no <laughs> i don't know that address we would have to ask bobby for that one we don't need to. oh you drove by it before too right the old one no comment <laughs> plead the fifth so as not to incriminate myself 
You're not that cool, Andrew. We just were in the neighborhood. Our hotel, Hillary and I are staying at a hotel that's on Roosevelt. So it was kind of a natural fit. Yes. Like we're literally a couple of blocks away and we were curious. And it's also funny that he hasn't even tried to hide the location in any way, <laughs> shape or form. So this is the um, f- food giant where he bought the pregnancy test and ran oh, into oh, Jeremy yeah. Piven. But this is also the QFC where Andrew, where the person parked in the handicap parking spot and Andrew, <laughs> right? So that's why I took us here. I mean, we don't have to, we can take a picture of a lot or... Let's talk about Jeremy Piven in singles, shall we? Wait, so I have opinions about Jeremy Piven because I like thought he was undercover so funny because he was sort of the dorky guy and thought he's so cool and funny like he understands his place like but it's like makes him more attractive and then all of a sudden he got some plugs mm-hmm. some makeup and he thought he was the shit i saw him once in los angeles at this place called earth cafe with some women that were younger than i was at the time and i was 25 so yeah he's a grody person but he's great in this when he does the like uh like Oh, what's his face? Bob Dylan, um, like NWA mashup. <laughs> so can we talk about the theme of this movie? I watched it. I thought it was interesting. I thought, well, it is a product of its time for sure. These weird like voiceovers and talking yep, talking to camera. Yeah, it's like super 90s. And then, so I got done watching it, and I thought, oh, that was really kind of fun. But what was the message of that movie? Singling is hard? Singling is hard. I think that was the correct message. Um, I, what I took away from it was, like, these are these people's lives, and this is how they're intertwined. And um, I think there were several mini messages, like, don't get breast implants for a dude, <laughs> meaning don't do things for other people like that. Um, uh, friends or family too. That was yeah. Like yeah. you can choose your own family. Um, I don't know what the point of that. The redhead. What was her name? Debbie. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what her was story really was. Weird. Probably singling is hard. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt Dillon was and... just the worst, and I didn't even care that he had Said redeemed himself. Oh, he, how that did was he redeem himself? Enough. Well, <laughs> I know. I don't think he did, but it was. We were supposed to believe that he did. Like, he said, bless you. And she's like, oh, Bridget Fonda, I'm going to make out with you in an elevator now. What? He's yeah, still he an asshole. Worst. He was the worst, but how many of us dated him? Oh, everyone. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Troy Dyer in Reality Bites. He's. I remember my mom telling me um, when we saw Reality Bites, she was like, she should have gone with Ben Stiller. And I'm like, oh, mom, gross. Like, he's so corporate, sells himself out. And now as an older lady, I'm like, she should have gone with Ben Stiller. <laughs> Troy's a dick. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why didn't she get together with the plastic surgeon that loved her? Oh, Bill Pullman. Uh, oh, yes. Bill Pullman was so cute. Oh, uh, and she, she adjusted his hair and, and she didn't adjust it. You're all. a babe. She wanted yeah. to touch his hair. Oh, it's so cute. I actually, I said this in the chat that I think subconsciously I named my daughter Bridget because I love Bridget Fonda so much really? in this movie. I don't think I really did it was, but maybe a secret homage to Bridget Fonda. I also really like Point of No Return, which is a terrible movie that I've seen a thousand times. It was like her foray into action. Um, but I thought she was very cute for some reason. I'm just glad that uh, tights and nylons with shorts is not a thing anymore. 
Oh. Uh, okay, I need to talk be. about what Matt Dillon was wearing in this movie. He wore a short-sleeved sweatshirt with a t-shirt underneath, jean cutoff shorts, leggings, socks, boots. All of the clothes that he wore in the movie were supply were actual clothes that one of the members of Pearl Jam wore. No, it was either Stone or Jeff. You know who's underratedly funny in this movie is Eddie Vedder. Yes, he's really funny. And he was cute. Like, I've never cared about him one way or the other, but no. he was pretty cute in this movie. He, I had the biggest, I almost bought his retainer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there was a music store that sold his retainer, and it was like $89, and I was saving up money. Why would I want that? I know. You know I have I have a girlfriend, um, Kaylee, who's obsessed with Pearl Jam, and she would want that. Like, that is definitely a part she of it. Yeah. She, you could have sold it to her for a mint, so. But he was really funny. He's like, he a good funny. review to uh, for us is a good review. He like, omitted all the terrible <laughs> stuff about how bad Matt Dillon was in music, and it was just like, but he was backed up by these guys, and they were okay. But I thought his, his like, his acting was pretty good. Like, it his was. Like, he did a good job. I, I, I was shocked to see it was Chris Cornell, right? The Soundgarden guy. Yes. Featured prominently. Um, and he, he also did a really good job, I thought. Yeah. Um, Cameron Crowe really, I mean, he was lucky. He got all these guys mm-hmm. right before they hit it. Allison Chains. Yeah. I did, you know, I, I love pop music. I'm a fan of Britney Spears, but. Pearl Jam 10 was definitely like a, yeah, it was like, I could still listen to it through and I like envisioned myself being in a certain place and it just was an important album at the time. Is that the album that had the song about the mop? Yes. Because I really liked that one. That's the one and only Pearl Jam album that I really cared about, but I loved yeah. it. There was a song called Oceans that I was obsessed with and I was in Mexico like studying Spanish and I was really homesick and I would just listen to it over and over and over again. And I was like thinking I'm very deep listening to it on my like, I don't know, disc man. I had that experience with the Stone Temple Pilots album. <laughs> Where you just like listen to it. Over and over and over. This like We took a road trip all the way across the country one time. Like we drove, I know I see it. The bridge and the park, it's Gasworks. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look, there's an old-timey boat sailing right oh, there. Oh, wow, it's a pirate ship <laughs> with a motor, it looks like. Here's Good a view. That a lot of the songs on there, the names of them were joke names that they had come up with for the Citizen Dick uh, album, really? like Spoon Man, and then what they did is then the... Uh, bands wrote the songs to the names of these like crazy, crazy songs. So there's that. It is a very good soundtrack. I've had so I listened to it after I watched the movie over and over again this week, and now I have that dyslexic heart song stuck in my head uh, on replay. Um, you know who else is in it that I can't think of his name, so it's really nothing to bring it up. But the, oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yes, he the, directed the dating video. That's right. That was incredible. That's right. He's like he calls it like. Scorsese. Scorsese yeah. <laughs> she throws out all her ideas for looks, and she's like, I will create your new look. And he will shoot your video for an extra $10 or something. He's the new, he's the next Martin Scorsese. Oh my god. He's only like the next Martin Scorsese. Oh, it's so good. And then the guy from 30-something was like the biker guy. Okay, so my parents like made me watch primetime television with them when I was like eight. And so I watched 30 something, which is not an appropriate show for an eight year old. But he was the long haired guy that was the bike rider. Right. He was on 30 something. Oh, 
never saw that show. It's fine. You don't need to. <laughs> I thought it was kind of shitty that the two roommates bargained, like, what, $150 in dishes for a man. <laughs> like, it was kind of gross. It was. Deb, you told me when I thought you were being plastic. You're being plastic. I really want to tell you about this package out on the porch. Well, Deb won on that because he would like her anyways right yeah the two were already hitting it off and making popcorn so yeah. I think that it was probably a given to begin with and she already so I thought the whole joke was going to be that the guy was actually a motorcyclist and not a bicyclist and she put all this effort into pretending to be a bicyclist and then bicycling across the city and then she'd show up and he'd have a motorcycle and be like what but right. that wasn't that at was... all like it didn't it it kind of didn't feel great to me that whole storyline I didn't like it um but she she sort of like threw herself at him and then her roommate had real chemistry with him and she didn't seem to care and so she bargained for what $150 in d dishes for a month or something I'd take that deal. yeah sure but everything worked out okay for Deb because she ended up in Co Co Costa Rica mm -hmm. whatever yeah. with Victor Garber yes mm -hmm. okay I mean nobody knew that Victor Garber was gay back then not yeah. that it matters but <laughs> with that creepy mustache that I don't know. I hope she had him shave that first thing. I don't know. It was the 90s, man. Creepy mustaches were in. It's, Terrible hair. It's really, it's really funny because I remember thinking, oh, Campbell Scott is really going to be like our next big yeah. scar. And what did he ever do? He did like Dying Young. Uh -huh. And he did that movie with, which I actually never saw, that movie with um, who played Mark Zuckerberg in Social Network. Anyway, they were in a movie called Roger Dodger together that was supposed to be like this indie hit and I think it did okay but I don't know Campbell Scott just kind of like went away his dad is George C. Scott so I think he had kind of a I didn't rough even recognize him yeah. as an actor yeah Jesse Eisenberg Jesse Eisenberg yes they were in a movie together when he was like when Jesse Eisenberg was like 14 or 15 uh -huh. uh, that's another tidbit that him and Cram uh, Campbell Scott and Cameron Crowe argued the whole time because Campbell is like you know, a movie star and like too cool and they just fought and then they kept having to put makeup on him because he had just got done filming that Dying Young. So they kept saying, he looks like he is, he's gone through chemo, like <laughs> make, put more makeup and then his hair was terrible and it wasn't 90s because they had had to shave it and so they kept like, they would bring a wig to him and like all this like weird stuff. But yeah, he's not a, maybe because he was hard to deal with, yeah. right? No, that doesn't matter for men. Yeah, it only matters for true. women. But did we think he was cute at the time? I did. You I did. did. Yeah. I mean, I sort of would follow for anybody that was sort of like somewhat sensitive yet manly at the same time. Oh, but that's where sensitive new age guy. Is that where that came from? Sensitive ponytail man. Oh, right. <laughs> yep. Andy was the worst. Worst. But I did always think I was going to go to college and they were going to have like a party where everybody was like dressed as a condom or whatever. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. But it didn't happen. What was her name? What's that actress's name? Kira Sedgwick. I love her. Yeah, she's the closer. She's been married to Kevin Bacon for like 30 years or something. And also Dave and I always laugh because um, they, the, the Bacon family was for some reason, um, they were... Um, one of Bernie Madoff's um, clients. Yeah. So every time they randomly appear in something, we're like, oh, they're trying to make that Bernie Madoff money back. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to do this. What's our next stop, Christy? 
now? Yeah. Huh. Linda's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Garage door opener. <laughs> what? Okay. We need to talk about this garage door opener. This was obviously like a metaphor for something. Her independence at first, right? Okay. Because at first she's like, look, I got my own place and I have my own garage door opener. And then she gives it to that asshole from Spain. After like two weeks. Yeah. That was really a dumb... Do you think he was actually from Spain? I was wondering. Because the accent was terrible. The accent was horrible, but he had kind of a Spanish-looking name when I looked at it in the credits. And he did say Andalucia. (laughs) So there's that. But I thought the whole, like, the persistent focus on the garage door opener was pretty dumb. Yes. And then at the very end, not spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, they're fucking and then the garage door just keeps going up and down because they're on the thing. Yuck. No thanks. Um, Like she goes shopping for a new one. Like it pops up so many times. I just thought it was strange. Well, and then he tries to give it to her, right? Next time you can park in the ground. Oh, yeah. And And she she runs away. She's like, oh, too much commitment. Yeah. Okay. Because she had given it away so quickly. Just exchange it and for got virginity. Burnt. And then you're... Yeah, okay. So garage door opener <laughs> equals virginity <laughs> slash or commitment. Parts. Oh, look. Broadcast, Broadcast coffee. Broadcast coffee. Oh, yes. oh. Hi, Barry. We're going to unfollow you on Twitter. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's 133. I think it's on the corner. This one. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Chrissy's trying to use her garage door opener and it's not quite working. I wonder how it feels to be the owner of that garage. No. I mean... It's so independent. They're definitely committed to their relationship. (laughs) You got it? Yeah, I got it. I'm good. The last is the apartment? Yes. Oh, yeah. We got to get out. Does anybody have a selfie stick? Yeah. I'll pee in the fountain. (laughs) Really? Well, she was going to redesign it with her architecture right. degree. That's so. right. I think if you guys buy the um, Medicine Park Starbucks, we're Lutheran into uh, Howard Schultz. <laughs> 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 like their dog or whatever. Cool. Oh, we should talk about the Sonics. Um, oh, yeah. In singles, there were a lot of Sonics, so, so there was a lot of basketball talk, which I didn't understand at all. Like, I didn't know any of those people, obviously. That's the only reason I know who Xavier McDaniel is. Okay. Is for that. I, it was really early on in the movie, and I was like, oh, no, Sonic. This is going to have to be a topic of discussion. And it was like something that when she was in the car accident, it was first thing on her mind was talking about the basketball players, right? They were uh-huh. fighting over it. Fighting oh, over it beforehand, yeah. and so she brought it right up as soon as she woke up. Oh, yeah. And then I think when they were, like, doing it, he had to think of, like, Xavier talking to him yeah. in order to... Oh, come. yeah, so don't come. That was a pretty funny <laughs> little vignette and cutaway that they got him to do. There it is. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Right there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's a U-shaped building yeah. with a courtyard in the middle. They do have garages. Thomas and 19th. Yeah, I wonder if they have um, openers. They look more manual than automatic. What's the point of a manual? That guy, we should, like, try to talk to somebody who lives there and be like, do you know where you live? (laughs) Do you understand understand the historical significance of your building? Uh, Obviously. You have to get people coming by all the time, right? 
you'd think, well, I don't know. This movie is from 1992, <laughs> so it's, what, 26 years old? Maybe not so much anymore. I work with somebody who was born in 1993, ah! so I am. It's sad for me. People aren't allowed to be born that late. I know. Okay, we're going to get out of the car and investigate and stalk these poor people's apartment. <laughs> uh, so we have just returned from our photo op outside of the singles apartment. I felt weird because I always feel weird loitering in places like a tourist. <laughs> but, I mean, Hillary was all over it. <laughs> There's a private property sign and Meredith went up the steps anyway. I did not go past the That's sign. That's true. She did not go past the sign, but I was nervous because I'm a good girl and Meredith is obviously a rebel. <laughs> another tidbit about the apartments so it's very small as we saw and in 2015 eric er, derek erdman uh aka uh what is it Rapmaster master maurice had a singles viewing party with a tv and a vhs and had hundreds of people come out to watch the movie there <laughs> did he get permission he did from the landlords okay is he a performance artist would we say that about him? Very much. Yep. Then the last tidbit about the movie is that it became so successful that they tried to get Cameron Crowe to do a sitcom, like a NBC sitcom or something. Oh. And on that, right after that, there was a show called Singles, and he, him and the whoever tried to sue, or said, you can't have this, my idea, and then all of a sudden that show became Friends. Yeah, that is Friends. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. They stole his idea, moved it to New York, and they called it Friends. So was that the conclusion of the tour, or? Yeah, now we're going pee. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop on the tour. There's Deb, though. Oh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. Shall we wrap up, then? Let's do it. We should wrap up with some, what's the best song in the soundtrack? Oh. oh Christy, what's your favorite? Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to pick one. Dyslexic Heart, I feel like, is the like, like if I hear that, it makes me think of singles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do that. I mean, I feel like it's, I've made myself like a goal to sing in every LRB episode, and I have by far the worst voice of anybody on here. <laughs> that is not true. Mm. I also thought we would just play the, the audio and not sing it, but whatever. It's fine. Now I feel like I've been properly immersed in Seattle movie culture as far as one movie goes and part of 10 Things I Hate About You. And I appreciated uh, learning about it from Christy. Thank you for all these tidbits. And thank you for driving us around this yes. crazy city. There's not too many like crow heads out there that are gonna sharpshoot. Huh. I did as yeah. much research as I could. I like, no, read his personal diaries about the movie. So listen, she's crow. driving a moving vehicle. She's following ways. She's giving tidbits on the movie. I don't want to hear any criticism <laughs> of Christie's work here. If you have problems with what's been said, you can um, think them quietly to yourself. <laughs> I know down. Pocket, mm -hmm. I'm a better person. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. I think that's the new theme. <laughs> Write it down, put it in your pocket, and become a better person. And I'm not sorry for trespassing. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Bye. Oh boy, that was great audio, wasn't it? Ooh. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Our our like crackly dialogue during it. Ooh, look at that! That was basically our dialogue during yeah. it. Well, sharing one microphone between four people in a car may not have been the best logistically. That's all that I'm saying. But we had a great time. It was very fun. It was. Really oh, fun. and then uh, you guys went into the Starbucks and say who you saw there. John Nordstrom, oh which I didn't even know was a real person. I just thought that was a made up name. But like I've spent a large proportion of my life in that store. Yes. <laughs> and so it was kind of amazing to see the guy who started Nordstrom. Like yeah. he was at the. So we went to the Starbucks where Luke ran into Howard Schultz walking his two purebed golden retrievers. And we have to say that we didn't go there purpose be- on purpose because we were creeping on Luke's life or anything, no, right? No, we had to pee and ne- we needed caffeine. Like, <laughs> it was a utilitarian thing, although maybe that location was Well, I strategic. knew that they would actually let us use the bathroom there. Yeah. There's a lot of places in downtown that... Yeah, so it was a you. very, very fancy and beautiful neighborhood. Like, the grounds were gorgeous and it was like a very big, nice, comfortable Starbucks. It was a really nice Starbucks. But then, like, I was standing there waiting for my my drink, and Christy goes, "That's the guy who started Nordstrom," and I was like, uh, "I need to bow down." <laughs> and I'm like, "I love you." <laughs> I'm going to your anniversary. I bought you a yacht, probably. Like <laughs> airplane. Yeah. He's an airplane guy. Okay. So yeah, I probably financed part of his airplane, and I'm okay with that. I was really impressed, and he was sharply dressed. Like a kind of older gentleman, and was his bastard nephew Anthony Rack there? Shut oh, up! That is so oh my god. dumb. Oh my god! That took me way too long. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> what I was really hoping is that we would run into Tom Skerritt because he's in the movie yes. Singles, and I've seen him at that location like three times before. So that would have been really so. In Singles, really Tom Skerritt is the mayor yeah. who says yeah. no. To so Steve's idea of a super train yep. in Seattle to relieve the 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 congestion of traffic, and he they zoom in on his mouth, and this really struck me about this movie is that they didn't bother exfoliating his lips or whitening his teeth or putting even chapstick on him. He just had these like ashy, gross mouth 
Like, Everyone no had shitty teeth. Yeah. yeah. They had normal human yeah. teeth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they didn't have like pure white caps like right. most movie stars do. And it was impressive that they zoomed right in on his mouth when he said no with his mustache. very normal mouth and yeah. his very weird mustache. It was just sort of kind of refreshing. It's like, this is what yeah. they did in 1992 and they don't do right. it anymore. <laughs> I have um I'm like a member of the Tom Skerritt fan club. I inexplicably I like, love all of his movies. I uh <laughs> I, I um Parent Trap Two is one of his uh if his like great um movie casting jobs. Um Oh, we're having some balance yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We just we just I gate like check we Andrew's back. We're okay now. Into the water. Yeah, okay, this is great. Um, we can't so laugh at Luke. If we capsize this boat. <laughs> no, I, I, this the irony if we would that. be yeah. just like amazing. Yeah. We're electrocuted and and capsized <laughs> all at the same time. Um, anyway, so yeah, it was an it was an exciting and thrilling afternoon that we got to this house which is disgusting as i said and i've hated it ever since just kidding it's beautiful <laughs> and i've been swimming and delighted the whole time yeah we've been hanging out in the lake um jumping off the dock delighted there's a diving board a <laughs> <for drunk. laughs> that Listen. Work. i mean it helps make everything more fun that's why people do it yes um i hope i don't know what what the future holds but i hope that we can um stay sober enough to get to the play more this um, evening. I'm fine, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hillary only two blocks care. away. I would like, I will walk there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm driving you, so I don't know why. Oh, okay. Well, we've sober. got a sober driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, before we finish up here, I don't want to forget, we want to say a special shout out to our friend, Jonathan Bisbee. Well, we hear, Jonathan, that you're having some medical troubles, and we wanted to let you know that we're thinking about you. And we appreciate the nice things that you were chatting with to Bobby and that he shared with us, even though maybe you didn't give him permission to share them. <laughs> but he Sorry thought that, that they he thought that they were so nice that we should uh, all see them. And we wanted to say we hope everything's going well for you. Yeah, we're yeah. rooting for you and we really appreciate your support. Um, I saw on your Facebook page that you listened to our show twice each, which is like more than I listen to it. So. That's, that's Phyllis levels of listening. It to really is. Yeah. I, I, that's commitment that yeah. I can really appreciate. I, I, I love that. So thank you. And we are rooting for you. Does anybody want to do some housekeeping? <laughs> <laughs> you, can I yes. read it from you? Okay. You can buy stuff from us at 10710.com slash merch, or sorry, shop. But also there's a little button on there that says donate or tip us or something like that. And we've added a new box. <gasps> <Yay! laughs> we Because oh, I've been no. wanting it for a while because people will just like send us $100 and we're like, wait, why? And so then we have to go and track them down and say, why did you do that? Thank you so much. So now we've added this box because if you would like to make a special donation to send Anne to space camp, yeah. you can do that. <laughs> I'm I'm, I am personally going to donate to this cause. I want her to go. I love it. Yeah. It's the best. I'm so excited. Yeah. Meet so, Tate Donovan. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to be the 40-year-old woman who goes to space camp by herself. I don't think you're the only one. No. I saw the pictures. If you don't want to go alone, I'll go with you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, send us all. (laughs) LRB ladies go to space camp. Stretch goal. I love it. 
<laughs> All right. Help me do the archive project. It's slowing down a little bit, but it's starting to become fall soon. So let's Why get on did that. Why you look at me when you said it's slowing down a little bit? <laughs> Judgy. <laughs> You're a calming force. Like I'm just. I need to look in your yeah. eyes. <laughs> you can do this, <laughs> If you buy stuff from Amazon, you can go to littleorbandwagon.com/slash/amazon and buy some stuff. And then earbuds and earworms is song of the summer. Probably not. song no, of that's summer. Old. That's old. Yeah, I don't. mean, they're doing a show, and you should listen to it. It's yeah. cool. Yep. All right. Who wants to do get involved? I'll do it. Hillary. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. Get involved. Uh, littleredbandwagon.com is our website. Um, throwyourphone.com. You all know it and love it and use it. So keep doing that. Um, our, contact us on Facebook. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Uh, the voicemail and text is 802-432-TBTL. And that's 802-432-8285. And with that, Bobby, why don't you get us out of here? But Christy's here. Yeah, yeah. This is Christy's line. I don't know. All right, Christy, do it. Until next time, this is the next party. And we love you, Mike. We feel bad that you're not here, except you're going to be here do soon. <laughs> flying first class. So we don't feel that bad. <laughs> and we love you, Jen, of course. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Do it again. Uh, Bobby, stop talking. Nailed it. Yes. Okay, way better. <laughs>